Layel Inc. Tattoo Podcast. Feature tattoo professional and models. Welcome to the Mayel Inc. Podcast. I'm your host, Renato Creative. And today we're going to interview R&B singer, rapper, and music producer, Jay Stone. He's going to talk about his music career, and he's also going to talk about tattoos, his feature in Mayel Inc. Magazine, issue number one, and more. So make sure you check out our website. Go to mayelinc.com. Again, go to our website, mayelinc.com. Make sure you get our first issue. It's available right now at mayoinc.com slash magazines. You also can buy the magazine on Barnes & Noble, Amazon. You also get the magazine on Magster, Magforest, and other sites. So I want to thank you for listening to the show. Make sure you share the show with your friends, family, classmates, and coworkers. Make sure you share it on Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, Twitter, everywhere we'll be right back with the man jay stone yo 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 what up it's your boy jay stone what's going on man not much man just been in the studio recording working on some new music as always okay you're definitely so um Tell us about your, um, well, I mean, what projects you got going on, man? Um, right now I'm in the studio working on a new R&B project called um, Set Spaces Reloaded. Something, you know, and sexy, grown and sexy for the ladies. Okay, nice, nice. So, yeah, man. How long have you been doing music, man? Because I know you're good, you know, you, you know, you sound like a 90s R&B singer. Like, how long have you been doing music, man? <laughs> I've been doing music my whole life, man. Like, the funny story behind that is um, I wasn't able to play sports because I had a heart problem. So my dad got me into music at a young age. And um, my dad, he was a singer and a rapper also, but he was more like the singer. So he was, like, messing with Johnny Legill, um, John, um, Johnny Gill and New Edition and all them back in the day. So when I started doing music, Everybody used to compare me to my dad. So when I eventually started getting into the music, getting my name out there, I went towards the rapping side because people was comparing me to my dad. So when I found my voice and started taking my time, developing my own my, my stuff as an artist and finding out who I was as an artist, I started doing both rapping and um, doing the R&B. Man, I just noticed um, on your Instagram that you said that you, like, you just got to achieve your first... Well, not your first achievement, but you just got a major achievement, man. I just saw that on your Instagram. Yeah, man. Um, I submitted on to one of the biggest hip hop stations in Atlanta, and um, they rated me and everything, and I got a two platinum on um, plat better um RIAA. Yeah. Wow, thanks. So, how did you feel when you got that? Um, su- surprised and and blessed, and it was just a whole lot of mixed emotions because I always knew I was going to get one but I figured I would at least get like the gold one 500,000 first and then move up you know so to get the two time platform right out the gate that was real special to me I mean but like I just said you're good you sound like the you're the, you're what people want to hear you know the Chris 
Chris Brown, you know, he has to do the trap style music for the sell records, but you know, people want to hear the classic stuff. You know, Chris Brown, he'll have a hard time going back to the older style 90s R&B, but you see someone like you, you could do that. Yeah, that's what I was born up. That's what I was born up. My dad bought me up listening to Joe and Keith Sweat and all those guys or whatever. So that's who I really look up to in the game. So, yeah, and I noticed that you use a lot of like ladies in your stuff too. Um, I know, I know most artists do anyway, but I mean, yeah, like tell us why you prefer to use, you know, for your CD covers. Because, you know, most R&B singers, they just use themselves on the covers. But most of your covers feature ladies. So, like, why, like, what made you go with putting ladies on the cover? Because at the end of the day, my my audience is uh, female. I have a female audience because of the type of music I do. So, with that, it kind of helped me get my music out there or whatever with the type of music that I wrote. Also, I get to work with a whole lot of new females modeling and give opportunities to, you know what I'm saying, my fans meet new people. So I'm always about the ladies. So anytime I can feel like I can get a lady to help me with a video or opportunity, we feed off each other, you know, so. Definitely, definitely. So what is your best song out right now you know what song do you think is the song that everyone want to hear when you perform and how has the coronavirus affected you with you know doing shows and stuff um the coronavirus uh, it's it's been it's been real effective i'm not really torn as much because before the um before the pandemic and stuff hit i was doing like three to four shows a week and now it's like you know what i'm saying they spread it out a little bit but um one song people always want me to do is the um single that i got with Jack sunday set so i'm always always perform that in my set and um people people love it man and another one that um people also love is the um uh, the making love single that you that you guys use for the promo video shout out to um Kaloa for um doing that on um, video or whatever and using my music shout out to y'all for doing that definitely and that video has a lot of views on youtube so yeah i, I mean i think it's the song and plus the cinematography yeah both of them are just unbelievable man like i still gonna believe how good video came out like it came out great definitely and i had fun working with color on that and doing actually doing the, the cover shoot so that was actually for the magazine cover at that so i mean yeah like how did it feel to know that your song was used for a magazine cover promo for a new magazine like that had to have been kind of exciting it was it was it was real exciting man to just know that my music was used for, for that and also just to be a part of this great magazine was another big blessing because i always wanted to be in a magazine and this is my first ever magazine spread that i got a chance to be in so i'm also proud of that definitely so um, I know you got a chance to look at the magazine. So tell everybody about the magazine because this is coming from a, someone else's perspective. See, I could tell them about the magazine all day, but you know I'm the editor and co-owner. So, but hearing it from you is a better because you are you know you're gonna have a different perspective and people can trust it. They're like, yeah, 
can I really trust Renato? Because, you know, he's the editor. So, like, what do you think about the magazine? I think it's great for the culture. I think the way that you delivered the magazine was packaged real good. Everything just turned out great. It actually turned out better than what I expected it to turn out. And the reason sure. that is because when you say you was going to do a tattoo, tattoo magazine, like, the tattoo magazines that I have seen hasn't been that good of quality. So your quality is up there. And then you actually got to really interview all the tattoo artists and you had dope pictures up there of their work and stuff, or whatever. Their pictures was looking so good. Like it looked like you jumped out on the page on you, you know? So that was real dope. Yeah. And I checked out some of the other tattoo magazines that got a lot of money mm -hmm. and not to be cocky, but that, our first issue is better than their latest issues and you know they got money advertisement and they got celebrities so that was very cool to see and i think i've mentioned that to you i looked at their magazines and i looked at our magazine and it was just it was just amazing to see how our magazine is better content wise and everything yeah, content-wise and, like you said, just the whole feel of the magazine, it, the whole product as a whole was just well put together. Definitely. And like I said, I was shocked because it's my... I have helped the guy, you know, with his magazine. He had a tattoo magazine. I helped him out. But, you know, that don't count because it wasn't my magazine. But for this to be, be um, you know, a magazine I'm putting out and it's my first, you know first time doing a tattoo magazine I think it came out real good and I was kind of shocked that it came out as good also. Yeah and you had so many people involved in it that was actually reaching out to be part of it that was a blessing too. Yeah it grew pretty fast I don't know if you was watching it. Yeah. But yeah that's that's what makes it amazing it's grassroots and so that's what the other magazines don't have they're not really grassroots you know they Somebody had some money, they put together a magazine and, you know, they was connected to the tattoo conventions and all that stuff probably. But, you know, Mayel Inc. is grassroots, so that's what makes it great. And then we give an opportunities because we can feature stories that the other tattoo magazines not going to cover. Yeah, that's another plus side of the magazine too, so... Definitely. So, like, tell everybody about your feature in the magazine and what did, how you do, I mean, what you thought about your spread, the layout and everything. I mean, I love, I love the layout of my spread. The way you did, it kind of reminded me of the old uh, hip-hop source magazines when the source magazines was real big back in the day. That was always something that caught my eye. Spread. So, the way you did it with the websites and the way you did the big article and everything was well put together i'm very very happy with how the page came out and i don't know if you you caught it but uh the magazine actually is on amazon now so that's pretty cool for any so if you are listening to this podcast and you would like to check out the magazine you can go to amazon.com you can download the digital version um it's okay i i think kindle is okay but you could do that and if you have kindle unlimited you actually can get the magazine free but I think you should go ahead and get that print magazine because that's something you can hold in your hand and it's a lot better. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That print that print magazine is something to definitely get. 
Yeah, and you can go to mayleinc.com slash magazines to get your print copy. It's printed on the best paper, solid, um, not solid. It's printed on the best paper. It's called heavy stock paper. So it's not the little cheap paper that the magazines and the grocery stores print it on. It's that high quality paper, high quality glossy photo paper. And it will be available on other platforms, which they might have it for a little bit cheaper. But if you really want the good quality, you want to go to our site, mayleinc.com slash magazine. So the high quality print. And it's printed with care. So And get a couple of you at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Because this, this is a magazine that you can share with your friends. Like if you want to get a Christmas gift for someone, because most everybody got tattoos. Mm-hmm. This is this is the gift right here. You don't even have to search and look for stuff because, like, if they're into tattoos, they will love this. Because, like we, like I said, high res, and then the next issue, we're gonna have even more tattoo artists. We're gonna have more artists, and we're just gonna have more inspiration. Yeah, I can't wait to see what the next issue is gonna look like. The first one was great, so I already know the second one is gonna be that much better. Definitely, definitely, definitely. That's how it is. The more, when you're doing a magazine and the more you keep putting it off, the better it gets. So, um, same thing with your music. Like, I listen to some of your older music and then I listen to you now and I can, I can see the improvement. So, like, like tell some, like, people some stuff that you had to do to get to that level because you didn't just get there overnight. I know you said you've been doing it since you was little, but, you know, even if we go back to your music in 2005 and we compare it to now, you improved a lot. So, like, what's some stuff that you did to get to that level? So, we're, we're not talking about when you was a child. Let's go from 2005 to now. Uh, 2005 to now. I really just, really just found myself as an artist. And um, I never took voice lessons or anything. But I always um, would go on... Um, youtube and take courses like courses you could pay for it and train my voice and then my dad and other people in my family members uh like uncles and stuff sung on um, gospel groups and stuff so i will always do anything i could to approve my voice really just looking to the listening to music and imitate style you know just really really trying to improve my voice and improve my overall quality of my recordings as much as i could that's what i really really focused on Okay, definitely. And I can tell it. Like, what tips do you have for, like, anyone that want to get into music, but, you know, they scared, you know, like, like, and, you know, I think I can sing, but I'm scared. I, I'm scared that, you know, people going to judge me or whatever. You know, what, like, advice do you have for people like that? And that could be for modeling, too. There's a lot of ladies that want to model or guys that want to model, but they scared of, of being judged. You really just can't worry about anybody around you my advice would be if it's something that you really want to do and something that you truly believe and love you won't know until you go out there and do it so you got to do it just get in the game if you decide you want to use it start working on music record songs and put them out you're only going to be able to improve or know what you need to improve on and to get yourself better go out there and do it so just go out there and do it start the process today so tell us about this project that you have coming up, coming out soon. Um, the project I'm working on, um, Set Spaces Reloaded. I actually did a mixtape version of this called Set Spaces. 
And um, the mixtape version did real good. So this time I wanted to make it into an album, really put it out on all the big platforms. So it's just it's just that love making music that everybody gonna make babies to, you know, back on my my old old kind of style stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's been a minute since I did an album like that. So this is just straight bedroom bangers and something for you to throw on in the room with your girl or something for you to put on with ladies when you chilling with your fellas, you know what I'm saying? To to really make them babies and stuff, you know. Definitely, definitely. Um, so um like what's your process when you go into the studio what's the first thing that you do mm, the first thing i like to do when i go in the studio is i pull up beats and i listen to a couple of beats before i go in there and record on anything and once i hear a beat that that pours a emotion or pours a feeling out of me i go i go in there, um, from there and just start working on it i do everything off of emotion like um it's good that you asked that. That song, Making Love, that you guys used for that video, um, I didn't write that. Like, my brother just played the um, song in the studio. Shout out to Keko. He just played the song, the beat to that song in the studio. And when I heard the beat, I just came in the studio and freestyled, recorded that whole song. I think it took me like 10 minutes to record that whole record. Okay, and I, I want to get this out too um, because a lot of people are confused. I'm not, not to take from your te your interview, but Mayel Inc. is not about you having a bunch of tattoos. It's about you having great tattoos. So, like, if you go to Pookie or like some bootleg tattoo artist, you cannot do the magazine. But if you got an amazing tattoo and it's by a professional tattoo artist, you can do the magazine. So you don't have to have a lot of tattoos to be in the magazine. I know that's like the thing that most tattoo magazines try to try to focus on. They try to focus on a lot of tattoos, but that's not what we're doing. Reason, if you have a tattoo and it's amazing, we want to feature you. So, it, you know, if you don't have, if you, if you just got your sleeve done, you can submit. So I just wanted to get that out, not to cut off your interview. But, you know, I just got a message. Yeah, you okay. That's what a lot of people been asking me the same thing about it. So I'm glad you cleared that up. Yeah, definitely. Because um, that's what I'm trying to focus. We're trying to focus on. Because even even if you think about when the tattoo artists show um, their work, they're showing mostly sleeves. Yeah. So, like, if, that's just, if it's just on your sleeve... Or you just got a dope tattoo on your on your chest, or if you just got that look that dope tattoo by your breast, like most ladies have, you know they copying Rihanna. You know you you can submit that. You don't have to have you don't have to be fully tatted down, head to toe. So yeah, but some um you have tattoos, right? Yeah, I got like three or four. All right, tell everybody about your tattoos and who did your tattoos? Um, I went to a tattoo shop up here in Lynchburg called Lucky Penny, and um, the, the last tattoo I got on my forearm is um the angel wings with a halo that my grandfather and grand grandma's um name tatted on it. That means a lot to me. And on my top part of my, um, I have my son's initial and his birthday. 
And then I got another side on my on my left side of my arm. I got a music note. I ain't finished that side yet. I'm gonna add some more detail. That's gonna be my music arm. Nice. So what 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 you gonna add to that tattoo? And are you are you gonna get any colors done in it or whatever? Uh I know for sure I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do using it by itself right now, but I am gonna add a microphone to it and I'm gonna add my stage name, J Stone. And then I do want to add some color and stuff to it. So it's, it's going to be real dope once I finish coming up with how I want it. All right. You definitely do a photo shoot and, you know, let us see that when you get it done. Yeah. So all the listeners, they're going to hold you to it now. So Yeah. It's going to be dope. Can't wait to finish it up. All right. So um, how can people listen to your music? Like, give us your links. Um, you can follow me on Spotify. You hit me up on um, Instagram. Instagram is on jstone underscore VA. You hit me up on Twitter at uh, jstone VA. And you can follow me on YouTube. YouTube, just type in the real jstone all together. Okay. And, like, have you ever been signed to a record deal or anything? Um, I have never been signed to a actual record deal but i had had my records back in 2010 two of my records that i put out was um distributed by um universal records so i had a a big major distribution deal with two of my records with um universal back in the day okay and how how did you get that collab with jacques well a lot of people don't know um my cousin is an entertainment lawyer tk shout out to tk he's an entertainment lawyer and he works with a lot of big name people. So um every year a trip to Miami and um he actually had Jacques at one of his concerts. So um when I um reached out, he reached out to Jacques's um management and stuff or whatever. They hit us back. Um we made everything work from there. Nice. So how was it like working on that project? It was it was crazy. It was crazy fun working on that project. <laughs> like that's probably like the funniest records that I ever that I ever worked on or whatever. For real. Okay. And uh, so let me see. I'm trying to think of some other stuff. Yeah. I'ma leave this in the interview. Alright, so um What projects do you have coming up next? Um, besides the love and sex thing. Um, besides that app that I'm working on, I got a single about to drop in October or November. Um, my single is called On My Mind. And it features another um dope R and B singer um by the name of Lavelle. So be on the look for that. Be my next single I'm gonna be dropping. Okay. And how can people follow Lavelle? Uh Lavelle, y'all can go to Facebook. He's on Facebook. Follow me at um, Barry, Barry Lavelle. All right. And then I see that you do, you produce music also. Tell us about how you got into making beats. Well, see, the making beats is something that I always been into. But a lot of people don't know. Last year, um, I had throat, I had throat cancer. So when I had throat cancer and I was doing treatment, I couldn't record um my vocals are uh, record songs so at that time 
stayed in the studio and I kind of taught myself how to make beats on the program and stuff. And I fell in love with it. So I also have a beat store that's available on Abbott that you could check out my beats and stuff. So artists, if you need beats, I also produce as well. All right. So what type of music do you like to produce and what would you consider your style? Mm, my producer um, sound, I would have to go with like a a Neptune feel like a Pharrell because I do I don't like to do like trap like everybody else I mean I do whatever now and then but I do what what um feels good to me trap um so Pharrell Williams I do a lot of R&B beats and I do a lot of um boom boom bap on um, like old school hip-hop beats or whatever that's what I specialize in as far as my production style okay wow so you're probably the there's not many music producers that like is out the box and doing different stuff and I know I I like doing EDM and y'all remember all the people I know they laugh at me so you probably don't face that with you doing the Pharrell style but have you ever faced criticism or have you ever had people not like a project that you have came out with uh yeah yeah I have I have had people not like projects that I came out with but Everybody is a title to their opinion, so it never really fades. So how do you deal with rejection or, you know, the criticism? Because, you know, a lot of artists, if someone criticized their music, they might take it hard and, you know, take it to heart. I really I really don't take it to heart. If somebody criticized me or whatever, I listen to what they say. And depending on what they say, now if they if they saying that they don't like it, they give me a reason or why they don't like they say I don't like it because I don't like how you did something, then I'm a I'm a listen to it and I go back and I listen to it and actually listen to the song to observe to see if I agree if I put it out. But if it's just somebody that I don't know and they're just like on some low key hating stuff, it doesn't really phase me. So that's why I say it just it goes in one ear out the next. But if somebody's giving me some stuff that I think I'm able to approve on, then I might go back and listen to what they were saying and apply and apply what they were saying to to my project, you know. Definitely, and also we got to remember that Prince and other artists was never happy with their music. Yeah, and you know, but people love the stuff that they hated. So, yeah. have you ever had a song that you kind of didn't want to release? And you just knew it was gonna. You thought it was gonna flop, but it ended up being one of the songs that everybody liked. Oh yeah, I'd have had that happen a couple of times. All right, so tell us that song, because some people can go look, listen to it. Um, I got a song called "On um, Just Me," and um, I was basically naming Tupac and B.I.G. in the hook, like a lyrical song, and I liked, it, but I didn't. I didn't really like the song to like put out. And I put the song out, and when I put it out, the radio station in, um, I want to say Charlottesville, 80, 89.9 The Boombox, they actually retired it. played it so much they had to retire it. I did so many shows alone off of that song, so that was like my first experience with it. Like, I, I recorded it, but I didn't really believe in the, in the record and didn't want to push it like that. But everybody else around me that heard it, they was just loving the record. So, so what is, the, name another song, because, you know, I, what we're doing on this show is we're teaching also because there's a lot of up and coming artists that um, you know might look up to you. So like, what is another song that you did not like, but you released it anyway and it did well? Uh, 
I did a song uh, about seven years ago called uh, Take It Slow. I dropped it and it was kind of like a, um, it was a slow, it was a slow strip club song, like an R&B strip club song. And I put it out and I, I didn't want to put it out. I really did not want to put that record out. But when I put it out, that record started taking off by itself on YouTube. That was my first viral video on YouTube. It did like 120,000 plays on YouTube and actually helped me get started. Um, that was the first video that got me paid for YouTube. So YouTube made me a partnership off of that one video alone. Nice. Yeah. So that's a good, that's another good, that's a good uh, point. Why is YouTube important for artists? YouTube is important is important for artists because it helps it helps get your music out to the world and you never know who you never know who's on YouTube who's gonna see you like I'd have put so much music up on YouTube and you never know who's watching but for me putting music up on that one website alone is so many opportunities that they came my way you know so that's why I would tell um, artists too like if you're trying to get in the game once you start releasing music put Put it on every social media platform you get on Twitter, anything you can get on. Put your stuff out there on these sites because you never know who's watching and you never know what opportunities is going to come your way from that. And that makes it, that's another point too for models and music people. Um, you want to do magazines like Mayel and, and, you and you're probably like, oh, nobody reads magazines. When people start reading magazines, Apple is not going to have the Apple News thing. Cause Apple is about making money. Oh yeah. yeah. So we can go by that. Like, so what I'm what I'm trying to say is, like, you doing this interview, it was good because you know you like you just said that you don't know who's listening to the um you don't know who's reading the magazine because we got it on digital and print. That print any you know a print you, a bodyguard. For like say a Drake, Drake or somebody could pick up the magazine somewhere if they're into tattoos, and Drake could end up seeing it. Or let's give you another example: uh, celebrity have access to the internet, so they can download the digital magazine on Magster or Amazon if they're into tattoos. So it's like that. You don't know who's looking at the magazine, so or who, like you said, is looking at YouTube and SoundCloud. So, you know, they might end up seeing you in Mayo Inc. And then, you know, they might want to look up your music. And then that's the cool thing about the digital is clickable. Yep. And, you know, they can go look. They can just click the little link in the Magster app, which is on Android and Google Play. And they can actually go to your page and look at your stuff. So, I mean, what do you think about the interactive magazine that we put out? Because I know you saw it. Um, I don't know if you experienced it, but what you, what do you think about that? I think I think it's great. I don't know if I told you about the uh, about the magazine, but since you featured my paid stuff in there, I've been doing a lot of features and paid features from people. My record sales have been going up. Also, I'm gonna tell you on the show because I want to make sure I tell you. By me being in the magazine, somebody had to see it because I'm not going to get into too much detail, but I have two record labels looking at me right now to try to possibly do some work. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, our platform, the Mayo, we got the Mayo kids and some of these record labels, they're looking at it because they have kids. Oh, yeah. So, 
So it's coming from, they're coming from the Mayo Kids platform over, and then you're like, we got like little, we got a little girl that got a record deal on our cover for Mayo Kids. She's famous. She's, she's from American Idol. Okay, okay. Um, so that, they might be coming from Mayo Kids because that little girl got a record deal and she's from American Idol. So Lionel Richie and, and um, you know, don't Ryan Seacrest, they're looking at Mayo Kids because one of the little girls from their show is on it. Okay, okay. I was wondering what was going on because I know since I did the about two weeks ago, two different big major major record labels that hit me up and we're talking now whatever to try to possibly if we could get something set in stone. Yeah, so that issue with that little girl from American Idol and this little girl, she's like tough. She did she opened up for the Super Bowl. She opened up for the National Aston. She's only seven years old. That's great. I love I love seeing kids achieve achieve goals like that. That's great. So so I think that, you know, you know they're looking. They're looking. Ryan Seacrest and all them guys. They're looking. I didn't think about it until you said it, though. Yeah. So yeah, that's why you got to. You're like, if you get an opportunity where I hit you up and say, "Hey, I want to feature you in Mayo Inc. or Mayo Kids," if you like, if it's like a younger person with your parents' permission, you might want to um, get your parents' permission and do it because you don't know who's looking, and you know. It don't matter about numbers either. Nope. Because we, we have celebrities that want to get in the magazine. Verified celebrities. So. And that's before we even drop the magazine. Yeah, that's 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 a good thing. Always a plus. Yeah, so. Yeah. Um, so, I, like I said, I can't wait to see um, the future. So, um, what you thought about the models that we had in this issue? We tried to only feature the best. And focus on their tattoos at that. I love all the models that you guys featured in this magazine. Shout out to D. Shout out to uh, Kalor. You know, like all the models that you had in, in this issue was was fantastic. Their tattoo really, really stood out. You know what I'm saying? And the way that you shot them stuff, it was, it was amazing, man. Like, real talk. Definitely. And we had a lot of great photographers also to contribute. Shout out to them also. Yep. You know, I did some, I did probably two models pictures, but I got to give a shout out to the other photographers too. Already, already. Shout out to my photographer, uh, X the cameraman. Definitely. So, um, let's get back into the music. I'm sorry. You know, it, it's going to, we're, we're going to get off topic and I'm going to end up talking about Mayo Kids every <laughs> interview. Um, but, uh, so, I mean, before you was featured in this magazine, did you read magazines? Because a lot of people think magazines is dead, which is not true. It's just people buy what they want, what they're interested in now. The days of buying a bunch of magazines just to have on your coffee table is over. Yeah. Yeah. So was you reading like any hip hop magazines, like maybe music producer magazines or anything like that? Yeah, I was reading a lot of uh, anything that I've seen that had music people on that I would pick up and um, look at and stuff. Yeah. Okay, definitely. What is your favorite um, hip hop magazine? Mm, I don't even know if they're still doing them right now. Man, I loved them. Uh, I loved when the hip hop source was doing their stuff. So it's still around. So it's yeah. Double XL. Yeah, I love, I love, I love the Source and Double XL. Those were probably like my two top favorite ones. Definitely. All right, so yeah, I grew up reading Source and 
Double XL. That was some great magazine. Yeah, because I like it. I like it. Look at it back in the day. They had the back with all the um, equipment, like these and all that, and the ads where you could order stuff. I used to look at all that stuff back in the day. Yeah, and then I like how it, even though it was a hip hop magazine, it had so much content. Yeah, and you you was read you was reading like you could read all, you know, the whole month. And so that's where I got some of that stuff. You know, with trying to focus on delivering content, I got that from the source editors because I remember they, you know, they 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 packed that magazine yeah, they, with a lot of content. They had fashion and everything in it. Definitely. Yeah. So it was a quality magazine. So no matter what anybody said, Source was a great magazine. Oh, yeah. And there weren't too many black magazines that good back then. Mm-mm. Yeah, I had all the Source magazines. I had description to them. I used to get them mailed to my house. So, yeah. And then I think they, they do a lot online, online too. So one day you'll probably be focused on featured on the source website or whatever. I think that's their main focus stuff. Yeah. So, um, not to give out too much, but what type of, what program do you use mostly for your, for to make your beats? You don't have to really tell us your VSTs, but if you want to, you may, but like, what is, what is your default doll? I use, GarageBand to make my beats, and if I'm not using GarageBand, my second go-to is Beatmaker 3. Wow, so you know, I know that you can make beats with, with um, apps, because I actually seen, I've seen Manny Fresh do a full beat with an app, but explain to everybody what Beat 3 is, because some people don't know, some of our listeners don't know, yeah. and why is it so amazing? Beatmaker 3 is so amazing. I, I love that program. It's an app as that you could download to your computer or download to your phone or whatnot. And it's like MPC. You, you could hit it like the You could touch it. Like make the beats as you could click your stuff. And the sampling capability in it is what I like. Like you could you could plug your phone up to whatever you, you're using it on and you could make a noise with your mouth and then sample it and it would it'll let you pick the section that you want to use and everything so it's like you can actually you can actually go on youtube and find an old song and sample straight from youtube with that program definitely yeah but for the people that do not know it's not a free program so like but it's worth it it's like what 30 dollars right it's like 30 bucks yeah but if you're serious about making music it's a good investment yeah, it's a great because in- if, if you try to get like a real doll, like Logic, you're gonna pay two hundred dollars. Easy, yeah, that's easy. That's for the basic, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. But two hundred ninety nine, my fault. Mm-hmm. That's just for the basic, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then other product programs like Fruity Loops. If you want the real deal, you're gonna pay three hundred. So, yeah. So, what program? What program are you using for when you do your production? So when I make beats, I usually use um, Reaper, and I use um, I use um, what's that? Pro- Reason. Okay, okay. And I'm also playing with um, Beat Make um, Beat MPC Beats. Okay, okay. That's a brand new program, and it's it's pretty good. It's it's just like the old MPC, 
and it's by the company that make the MPC. Oh yeah, so you know they, you know that's gonna be good, pretty good. I might have to check that out. Yeah, it's it's real nice. I just haven't had a chance to use it, and it comes with, you know, it only gives you. It it kind of takes it back to the old MPC too, because mm-hmm. you only get eight tracks. Oh. Okay. So that means you got to really be creative, and you really got to use them wisely. Yeah, but it's it's a good program, so it's worth it. And I, well, I might end up upgrading to the full version because I think the full version give you more tracks. But you know, it, it came with my keyboard, so hey, you might as well use. Hey, it. you might as well, yeah. But yeah, it's it's worth it too. So if you if you have any program by them, you can download it. So if you have an older computer, older keyboard, just log in and put your serial number in. You can download the program free. Okay. It's to replace the MPC, the default MPC software. Oh, okay. I got you now. All right. Yeah. So if you got an old MPC, you can get it also. Okay. And if you got the the real big MPC, the digital one, yeah, you uh, you automatically get the professional version with all the tracks. Oh, oh, wow, okay. So yeah, I'm. I don't know if I want an MPC. You know, I know all the rappers used to used to live by that. Yeah, that's why everybody had but, one, but it's like I don't know. <laughs> I don't want one. Yeah. My one of my homies, he got uh, he got one of the MPCs, and he said, "Man, I you know I used to see all the rappers." I mean, all the producers use well rappers. They was rappers. All the rappers use it, and I finally got one. And he said, "Man, I don't even use it. I use my keyboard." Yeah, that's what a lot of people are doing. Like technology to change changed a lot now, man. Yeah, definitely. Because your keyboard now got the pads just like the MPC, so you really don't need it. That- so yeah, but definitely the main person I see. You- when I look at producers, the only person I really see doing it is uh, Zaytoven, you know. Mm-hmm. And he don't even use it that much. He might, he has it, but he don't even, he uses his keyboard most of the time himself. Definitely, because it just feels more natural than the MPC. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I have played with an MPC, but, you know, it's not my thing. Yeah, it's like you got to find something that, that really works for you. It's like different, different stuff that people like and certain stuff that people like. Some people might like you. Some people might like the keyboard better, you know? Mm-hmm. But, you know, I started off, my mom bought me a little, little cheap, uh, little cheap toy keyboard. So, you know, you remember those little, co- was it Casio? The Casio, yeah. I had one, I had a couple of those. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I like the keyboard a lot better. And if you listen to my music, you'll hear a lot of, like, piano sounds. Yeah. I use a lot of piano. That's something that I like when I when I make beats. I like to use uh my go. I say my go to three sounds that I like to use all the time is pianos, guitar, and um pianos, guitars, and sometimes saxophone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are my go to three sounds. So besides doing the the urban, what they would call urban music, do you get into other genres? Yeah, when you're making beats. Yeah, with my beat making, I do. I pretty much do any genre with beat making or whatever. But yeah, that's that's love with. It's like, it's like one of those things that I figured out my little niche, and I just love love doing all kinds of different genres because I feel like if I make if I make all kinds of different beats or whatever, then that that's gonna help me too. Plus, I work with so many artists by me being an artist myself that I know a lot of pop. Artists. 
I know country artists. I know a lot of artists in different genres. So it's like hanging around them. It's like I'm getting I'm getting the chance to create stuff outside the field, and I I love the love it, man. Yeah, and definitely a lot of people did not know when Timberland and Neptunes was making beats, they were making all the pop songs too. They were doing NSYNC, they were doing the Backstreet Boys. Exactly. Exactly. You know, that's Britney Spears. That's one good thing about production, and like, if you really love it and you take your time with it, you could do you could do any gender of music that you want. You don't have to be in a box with anything. And that's what I really love for my production. I feel like I can go anywhere and do any gender now. So, yeah. So, besides the R and B and stuff, what is your other favorite genre? Mm, I like. I like R and B, and I like uh, I like uh, rap. I'm talking about besides those. Do you listen to anything else as an artist? Besides those, yeah, besides those, I listen to uh, I listen to jazz. I listen to a lot of jazz, classical jazz. I listen to uh, some country songs. I listen to a little country. I listen to pop everything, like Katy Perry and stuff. Cause the pop, the pop music that I listen to, I like listening to their music because they they use a lot of sound effects that you never, you, I never really hear a lot of producers here before. So it's like pop. If you really, if you really got an ear for producing, and you want to pick up on sound effects that nobody really know about. Listen to pop music. I don't have to say pop. I'm really getting big on that now. Yeah, that's what I when I'm making these magazines, I cannot listen to rap. Like when I'm doing these magazines or researching. Mm-hmm. I have to listen to either pop music or EDM. Yeah, yeah. And EDM is another one. It's funny you said that because um in my beat store on Abbott, I got an EDM, I got an EDM beat that I made. And um it's one of my it's one of my top seven beats on my website. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, so. so um are you into like house or either techno music since you know that came from those those two genres came from the hood, also. Yeah, I like house, house and techno. Like both, like both, both of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, I like techno too. I know a lot of a lot of black people do not like techno. I, I like techno because the way because the way they do their um their kicks and the way that they do their bass lines and stuff or whatever it's so it's so quick that getting if you get good at making techno, you could pretty much. You could pretty much do any baseline drum pattern that you want. If I'm telling you, like to get your to, to if if you're trying to improve, because I try to improve every day with my production. So techno really helps me. It's really one of those genres that helps me because once you get doing it, you have to be so fast it up. You know what I'm saying? That once you get good at it, you baby do any drum sound anything. I I feel like also that hip hop is you know because I was doing hip hop and I learned hip hop. I think it's an easier genre than doing techno and definitely easier than doing EDM. Yeah, it is. ED, EDM, I haven't, I, I'm trying to play around with that, but I haven't really got fully into really messing with the EDM too much. But yeah, it's definitely is. I agree with you on that. My top songs is EDM. <laughs> like, that's, that's it. So I shouldn't even been doing hip hop, but I did, I did a lot of hip hop tracks recently. Mm-hmm. But I shouldn't have been doing it because my audience love EDM. They love the drum and bass. They love the house, mm-hmm. which I, I'm into house. Like I love the Chicago house. Okay, okay. So, so I got I, I need to go back to doing the EDM because that's what my fan base is. Yeah. Like if you, 
just your niche or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got their niche or whatever with different beats and production styles. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But real, I'm going to tell you the real reason I even went back to hip hop because people were laughing at me and they thought I couldn't do, um, they thought I couldn't produce. Mm-hmm. And I was like, they was like, that's that, that's, that's, that music ain't music. And I was like, this music, do you know this music is actually harder than hip hop? Like, yeah. hip hop is, is simple. Yo. And I, then I, then I had to drop that song on them and then they, everybody was shocked. Because, you know, they thought I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, that's what you got to do sometimes. Sometimes you got to shock them just to show them I could do this. But this is my this is what I'm comfortable with. And I know this is, this is my life, but I can't do this. You know, sometimes you got to do that, too. So Yeah, definitely. And so that was pretty cool, too. Um, yeah, because, you know, and I could. And then the, the funny thing about it, it was a trap song. But I started off like you doing Boom Bap. Because mm-hmm. it's a lot of, uh, uh, it's one of your beats. I can't think of the name of it, man. It's one of your beats that you shared a couple of weeks ago. And I listened to it. And that thing is right, man. I, I love that beat. I love how you did Oh, you're talking about the Asian song? Yeah. Asian beat? You did that one. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah, definitely. I just woke up one morning and I just, for some reason, wanted to do an Asian song. Yeah, it was that was crazy, man. And so I ended up doing it. And so I wanted to have that Carolina sound, you know, the, um, what's the dude name? The baby, the baby sound. With that little bop with it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so I had to use the 808s. Like, he, he used, well, his producer used Jetson. Jetson made it. I had to do, had to do, um, and that's another thing, too. That's another thing we're talking about. Jetson made it. Mm-hmm. He, I remember him on Rock Battle. Oh, he was re- on the rock battle all day too. Yeah, and no, and they used to eat him up. They used to tell him he, he was a terrible producer, and I remember that. And I think even Rockwater came in. He didn't say nothing, but he checked out the beat. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, he was trying to get his beats to all, all the major artists back then, and they just was not feeling him. So he just he had to stop. Well, not stop, but he had to find people that wanted his music. And so he ended up working with the baby, and I'm talking before the baby even blew up, because mm. he actually did an interview where he talked about this. But I remember him from Rock Battle, and I remember I remember the baby also. Nobody was feeling the baby either. Yeah, yep. Especially here in North Carolina, they they weren't it really was, rocking with the baby. And when he first came, yeah, they were sleeping on him. Yep. But the funny thing is, the two artists that the people won't really feel it and won't really believe it in. You know, they got together. Yep. And they came up with something and then that's where that's you know, that song uh Shug came out. Yeah. It just blew up. And so now all the celebrities, even the oh, ones who Vote Phila Jetson made it, now they're trying to work with him. Yep. So that's where it goes back to you got to keep going no matter what, you know, because those same people who who not feeling you right now. They gonna want you later. Yep, and then like like we were saying, just going back to it, building with a team. I I drop another producers. If you a producer, instead of trying to chase after placements all the time, if you know a lot of artists in your area, work with artists and build with an artist. Building with an artist, because if you build with an artist, you're gonna develop a same with that artist. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, definitely, and that's what we do as photographers. Nope. Like instead of working, it's better. This, it's better to not work with a bunch of models. If you can find a few dope models to work with, 
and you just work with them and you help them with their career and they, you know, you collab with them and you just come out with this amazing work. That's another way to get out. But I noticed that a lot of photographers, you know, they have, they, when you shooting a bunch of models, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Especially if it's, you know, if you just, you know, and especially if you're shooting them and you ain't getting them in magazines, if you're just shooting them for their Instagram or whatever. But if you can find you some dope models that are great for, you know, working for with mag that you can actually get into places like magazines and stuff. I would say that to any photographer coming up that just don't have, there's just not getting a lot of work. Just find you one dope, one dope model and work with her, and then the other models will come. So this is like new photographers. Yeah. So I just want to tell y'all that because it's the same thing with the rappers or the music producers that cannot get their beats off. I'm glad you mentioned that. Mm-hmm. You can find you that one dope artist and you just keep making dope beats for them and you know as their fan base grow you know people gonna start hearing your producer tag so yep they gonna get familiar definitely and then y'all know they might can get a record they might get a record deal just like the baby so when the baby blew up Justin made it he blew up yep. and that style that they got that the baby is known for now it's like both of them are responsible together because both of them made that style you know what I'm saying yeah, I think they call it Carolina Bounce. Mm-hmm. So it got a name now. So. Yeah, that's why I, was, I heard a couple of people refer to it. I was like, yo, that's crazy. But I was like, I, I love what he was doing with it. Yeah, it's, it's dope. So yeah, that's a definitely You know, North Carolina, you know, we you know that North Carolina have a nice music scene, but you know, for years people slept on oh, yeah. the North Carolina music They've scene. Been on it for years, but yeah, it's one of the places that people sleep on. Let's believe it's some workers down there. So, how is the scene in, you said Lynchburg? Yeah, Lynchburg. It's, um, it's a it's a lot of rappers up here, dope rappers up here in Lynchburg or whatever. We're working on right now, like, coming together to build more platform outlets for, for us to do stuff up here. But other than that, it's some dope, talented artists, R&B singers and rappers and producers. Like I said, uh, one of the producers, biggest producers up here, his name is Adam. And um, he's with uh, that production um, group, uh, Beat Zombies. Yeah, I heard of yeah, that. He's from Beat Zombies, so he already got placements with uh, Kevin Gates and a whole lot of other people or whatever. But they, yeah, they really, they're really making a whole lot of noise. Yeah, definitely. And I actually heard a producer say, don't even chase the placements. Just put your stuff out on the beat stores or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then don't even just worry about placements. You got to try to get them sync licenses. Yeah, so many different ways. Like you said, you could do placement, you could do sync license, you could do uh, if you really nice with making beats or whatever, you can make drum drum uh, drum packs, packs mm-hmm. loops, all that. Mm-hmm. Or do tutorials. Yeah, tutorials on YouTube. That's another big thing or whatever, you know. And the same thing for the models. We we gotta we gotta put it into them too. If you are a dope model, there's so many people that want to be models, and this you could avo- you could have a model. Avoid from avoid being scammed. So do like a video series. Mm-hmm. You can charge for it. Yup, that's a nice idea right there. For real, do a video series and charge for it. Yeah, that's real. Cool. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you should go with a crazy price. Don't be like these Instagram models. You're gonna have to pay. You're gonna pay two hundred dollars for this tutorial video. Nah, you should do a video for like twenty mm-hmm. because if enough, I mean, 
lot of people is into modeling, you'll get your money. Yep. So yeah, that's what I that's what I think. Because you know, even sound packs they're usually for twenty, thirty, ten dollars. Yep. And then you know, all them producers add up. So the modeling industry, the modeling people who want to be a model is just like that. You're gonna make your money. Yeah, and another good thing they could do for the modeling to make bread too could be uh get back to doing posters, selling posters. Posters, calendars, all that. Yeah. And that's where these magazines come into handy. Like, so talk to all the Instagram. And you, I know you heard some say, well, I don't need to do magazines or I don't need to do music videos because I got my Instagram. Yeah, but it's like Instagram is a social media a media account. Like we had MySpace back in the day. So just as they're good and powerful once they shut down or what you're going to do with your Instagram or whatever shuts down. Yeah, definitely. If you have that music video, you know, that if you're in J Stone video or another artist, that's documentary, that's documented. And, you know, long as, long as, you know, and I know J Stone don't just have his stuff in one place. So you got to put it everywhere. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. If YouTube, if YouTube, you know, take his video down, he got it somewhere else. And then that's like with a lot of artists, there's a site called Vimeo that a lot of people use. I do not recommend Vimeo because they will delete your stuff. Yeah, I heard. But, uh, they the same. Yeah. Stuff, yeah. Yeah, so there's other pl- platforms. You can actually get an account with Daily Motion. It's a lot harder to get on Daily Motion, but they're, they're not as strict or whatever as, as them. Okay, okay. But, um, I'm surprised YouTube haven't deleted the video. Because, you know, YouTube have a history of de- deleting videos. Yeah, but I think the reason they didn't do it, because um, don't you got the, uh, did you put the age restriction on it or no? It's off. It's off, yeah. I get right now, whatever, that's that's why, like, if, if they feel like they needed to do it, they would have automatically put the age restriction. So if they didn't automatically do that, you ain't got to worry about it. Yeah, I mean, it's no nudity or anything. It's just, I don't know why it got deleted on Vimeo, but you know, I'm not even wasting my time contacting them because they they're gonna be like, "Well, it's our our site, so we have the right." So it's like whatever. It's it's still video still jumping. I'm still sharing all my platforms, and it's still going up too. So, so yeah, we're talking about the video. You can search for it on YouTube, and you also can go to my site. So if YouTube do take it down, I'll put it back up. You can go to mayleinc.com/slash videos to watch it. You also can watch Jay Stone video. Where he got a video where he's freestyling, and you can watch other videos. We have a platform just like YouTube on Mayo Inc. So go check that out. Also, um, you can go to, like I said, go to YouTube and search for um, Mayo Inc. Color, and you can find the video. And it's, it's the video is doing pretty good. And once you find the video, make sure you share, it. and also make sure you get that magazine featuring Color on the cover. Yeah, and it also features Anna Joy also. Mm-hmm. Never talented model. Definitely, definitely. You no, know, she's good at doing interviews. Like, yeah, I, I, I saw her interview. I seen the footage of her interview that she did. It was great, man. Like, did one that you tag me to on on Facebook? I watched it. Yes, she is good at doing interviews for real. I even saw. I even found an old interview she did when she was a little younger. Uh huh. Where she, when she was in college, like it's on the line right now. Wow. Okay. So yeah, she's good at. She's been good at doing interviews for like a minute. 
So yeah, definitely. It was, it's great having her um, in the magazine. What did you think about her spread? She said that she actually did those pictures for her boyfriend, but she did, she was planning on shooting that, you know, sending them to the magazine if it was good. Uh-huh. But there was actually like a gift for her boyfriend, yeah. but because they came out so great and her tattoos look so amazing, because, you know, they, they even though it's for her boyfriend, they was focusing on the tattoos. Yeah, I, I'm glad like, it, like, it was it was a great shot. This, like, yeah. Yeah, because I know I hit her up. I said, hey, you know, um, we're accepting submissions. And she was like, I'm going to shoot right now for the magazine. So even though she was doing it for her boyfriend, she was doing it for the magazine yeah. too, I guess. That was- and <laughs> what was your reaction when you first saw it? Because I, I thought it was dope. I loved it. Because when I seen it, when I seen it, especially when you put posted the cover and I first seen it, I was like, wow, that's, that's a dope color. Because her tech was so was so dope itself like whoever did her tattoos like you could tell the details and then the color the yellow batman yeah it was it was just a dope cover for real definitely and that's where we go where we had a cover with the model you know her tattoos is not as big as anna's or whatever so we have her on the cover and then we have anna so it's a good balance yeah, it is it's, it's it makes it it don't look like your regular tattoo magazines it really so that's what we was going for yeah, it really don't but yeah her big her came out terrific man like yeah i'm, I'm glad did it definitely so yeah i'm i'm looking forward for the next issue and maybe we can get you back in that issue where we can actually interview you and talk to you a little bit more yeah, that that would that be great, man. You know, just say the word. I'm always, I'm always. There. All right. So, do you got any shout outs? Yeah, man. I wanna wanna give a few shout outs. Quick. I wanna give a uh, shout out to uh, T. I wanna give a shout out to uh, Kalor. I wanna give a shout out to you. Just y'all's whole movement, man. And hope I wanna keep seeing y'all grow and wish y'all nothing but the best, man. This magazine is. I just got up. It's gonna be. It's going to be the one that's going to take y'all where you're trying to go, man. So, shout out to you and the whole team, man. All right. Yeah, definitely. Shout out to everyone that contributed to this issue and made it pop because without you guys, this issue would not pop like it is also. So, I definitely want to give a shout out to everyone contribute to the magazine and made it possible. Already. All right. So, you don't want to shout out any of your peoples or people on your team? Yeah, let me shout out shout out everybody on my NBL team. Shout out to Maul. Shout out to 40. You know. And big shout out to Pops, my um, my dad or whatever for really getting me into the music. And um, Mama, you know I love you. And my sister. My sisters. I love both of my sisters and my beautiful wife. You know. Alright, so do you have any closing words? Uh, uh, closing words for me would have to be just y'all just stay tuned, man. Stay tuned for the next more music for me. Stay tuned for what I got coming. I really, I got a clothing line too. So y'all make sure y'all go to Zazzle.com and download, uh, got some merchandise from me. I got the clothing line and merchandise. I got tennis shoes. I got face and hair. I got a um, tennis shoe line and everything. So y'all just be on look for MBF, man. We got some more big things we be doing. All right. Thank you for doing the show and thank you for doing the magazine and Thanks for all the tips for aspiring artists or even current artists. No problem. Appreciate you for the show and 
appreciate you um, be a part of the magazine as well. All right. Good night. All right, night. Again, I want to thank Jay Stone for coming through to talk to us about his music career and the magazine and tattoos and all that good stuff. And I want to thank you for listening to the show. Please do me a favor. If you would share the show with your friends, family, classmates, co-workers, share it on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, wherever you can share it. Please share it and let everyone know about this podcast. And as I said, we're gonna start giving away prizes. It could be a t-shirt, it could be a hat, it could be a magazine. So what you need to do is stay tuned. And we're talking about print and digital. So to for to celebrate the first issue of the magazine and to also celebrate Amazon ranking us at number 60 on End of Designs and also for Amazon giving us a feature in like a feature spot on the page that is pretty awesome because normally Amazon do not do that. That is pretty awesome. So for to celebrate that, we're going to give away 15 free issues and we're going to do it via Magster. Magster is the largest digital newsstand, which features all the titles that you love to read. So if you're into magazines, you definitely would like Magster. So you can subscribe to Mayel Inc. Magazine, Mayel Kids Magazine, X25 Fitness Magazine. And then you also can find other magazines that you might enjoy. You can subscribe with Magster Go. But today, today we're not talking about you subscribing. Today, we're trying to give you a three months free subscription. And there's no strings attached. You do not need a credit card. But if you decide to continue with the subscriptions, you may. And like I said, Magster is amazing. So only thing you have to do is go to mayelinc.com slash free. Again, go to mayelinc.com slash free. You will have to register an account with Magster. But other than that, you do not need a credit card or anything, and it's 100% free. So only thing you need to do is follow the instructions. So go to mayelinc.com slash or mylinc.com slash free. And you smell it, you spell it M-A-E-L-L-E-I-N-K.com. Again, M-A-E-L-L-E. Inkcom So please go and get your free copy or try to get the free copy before it's gone. Again, thanks for listening to the show. And like I said, we, we did an amazing issue. This issue is a very, it's a phenomenal issue. I'm not saying that because I'm the editor and co-founder. I am very hard on myself, but no, it's a really a good issue. And it's better than most of the tattoo magazines on the market. I haven't seen all the tattoo magazines, but it's better than most of them. And the main thing that makes it great is the diversity in this magazine. Because sometimes you've got to see diversity. And we have different skin tones in this magazine. So you have the real light skin tones to the dark skin tones. And that must make that is what makes the magazine amazing. So, like I said, go ahead and grab that right now before it's gone we got 15 we might extend it but for now it's 15 codes so let's see how we're gonna see how things end up and if we you know start getting some more rankings we're gonna end up giving out 
maybe some more coupons later in the month. But again, thank you for listening to the podcast. If you miss any part of this podcast, only thing you have to do is go to mayelinc.com slash radio, and it will have all the ways you can listen to the podcast. You can listen to it on your favorite apps. You can listen to it on Audio Mac. You can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio. You can listen to it on Listen Notes. You can listen to it on so many platforms, and we have it all listed. If you go to anchor.fm, they also list some of the podcast platforms you can listen to. You definitely can listen to it on Spotify because Anchor is actually by Spotify. So you definitely can listen to it. It goes to Spotify like the first. That's the first place that our podcast go to is Spotify. So definitely if you're into Spotify, you do not have to pay to listen to the podcast on Spotify or the other platforms. The great thing about podcasts is podcasts is free to listen to. Also, if you would like to send a voice note to us, you may do that also. Just go to anchor.fm slash Inc. If you want to talk about your podcast or you just want to send us a vote voice note, you can actually do that. And that's the cool thing about Mayel Inc. Um, on Anchor. You can send us a voice message and we can play it on the episode that's coming up. So thank you again for listening to the show. Definitely want to give a shout out to Jay Stone. Make sure you get that print magazine. Like I said, it's an amazing magazine. You can buy the digital if you like, but I recommend you go ahead and get that print because the print is something that you can hold in your hand. You can read it when you're on in the on the. You can read the digital in the airport too, but that print is just so much better. You can read it in, you know, when you're in the bathroom. You can read it when you're at the doctor office. Also, if you own a tattoo shop. You want, might want to sell some of the magazines, contact us because we can get you a wholesale discount so that you can sell the magazines in your tattoo shop. You also, if you own a newsstand or a place like that, you definitely should get some magazines also. And we can work with you and give you a discount so that you can have it in your store. The magazine come with a barcode so that you can actually scan the magazine. And it's a very professional, high-quality magazine. Again, thank you for listening to the show. Because you keep listening to the show because we're going to have some prizes and we're going to have some contests and everything. And we're just going to keep things going. You listen to the Make L Inc. podcast. This is the official podcast of Make L Inc. magazine. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the May L Inc. podcast. I'm your host, Renato Creative. This is the official show of May L Inc. magazine. Make sure you check out our website, mayelinc.com. Again, go to our website, mayelinc.com. Check out our website while you listen to this podcast. Make sure you share the show with your friends, family, classmates, and co-workers. Make sure you share it on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, vk.com everywhere share it everywhere make sure you follow us on social media at mayl inc we're on twitter facebook instagram vk pinterest we're on everything so make sure you follow us connect with us say hi so i want to thank everyone for listening to the show as i said i'm renato creative 
I am the creator, the co-founder, the editor, the graphic designer, the photographer at Mayel Inc. And I am very proud to present you a amazing, diverse magazine. It's a magazine that has been missing. And me and Anna's going to talk about that. We're going to talk about why diversity is a major issue. So we'll be right back with Anna. And you're listening to the May L Inc. podcast. Also, make sure you get her magazine. Her magazine is out right now on Amazon. And it's on mayelinc.com slash magazines.